Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you're new here, or welcome back. Hope you are doing well. I have so much to say today. So let's get into it. I am not going to start with my rosebud and thorn. I'm actually going to talk about my terrible week before we do anything because it now I'm in a better mood, but pretty much up until noon today and today's Saturday, the day that I'm recording this, I was very, very upset because of everything that happened at work this week. And you know what? Now that I look back on it, 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 it is what it is, but I don't know. I think I internalize a lot of work and that just makes me feel a lot of things. Okay. So this week was incredibly tumultuous. There were some days that were super, super busy and some days that were, I was doing literally nothing. And so I'm just going to start with Monday, Monday. Actually, no, I have to start with last Friday because it sets up for Monday. So last Friday. Oh yeah. In case you don't know, I work in Supply chain logistics, supply chain and warehouse logistics. So one of the things that I do in my role is release shipments for people to pick up. So that is one of the biggest things. On Friday, last Friday, whoops, I just hit the camera. Sorry about that. Okay. Last Friday. Last Friday, we had a bunch of shipments in our warehouse and they were all ready to go. So for things to be ready to go, there's a couple of different checkpoints that they need to hit and basically everything was done. And so as I was leaving work on Friday last week, I was like, oh no, like everything is ready to go. I foresee Monday being really busy. So also this week was the first week that I started working full time. So I'm working until about 4 or 5 p.m. depending on the day. And uh, actually that part was not the worst. Like that's actually honestly fine because sometimes the days just go by so fast and there's just so much to do. But on Monday, my prediction was correct. As soon as I got into office already, there were already a line of truck drivers here to pick up things. And it's just kind of annoying when everyone comes at once because then there's a huge line of people waiting. Not everyone is the nicest. So, you know, you just kind of have to deal with not only the the stuff that's being handed out, like the shipments, but also like the people who can sometimes, sometimes be kind of rude. Um, so there was that. Also, a big thing is that when it gets busy like that, I'm like the traffic patrol officer. I've kind of taken on that role, which is basically like, because I know which drivers came first, they have to come see me to get the paperwork. I know the order in which they came. And so when we serve the drivers and give them the shipments, it's always first come first serve. So a lot of times people will ask me like who came first, who came next. And so because of that, I take on the traffic operator role, which is that, okay, this guy was next, go into the dock, grab your stuff. Okay, this guy's next. So I was doing that, running all around. I think that took about an hour and a half on Monday morning and it was just like literally go, go, go. I had no time to stop and it was very stressful. Pretty much after that, the whole day on Monday, I couldn't really do anything because like every 10 minutes there would be a driver here to pick up stuff and every time they come, I have to help them and get the paperwork ready. So I was trying to do some invoicing and other stuff, but literally I would get distracted every 10 minutes and then 
have to go and help someone and then do my emails and stuff like that. So it was really hard to do things. So that was Monday. It passed by so super quickly. And then Tuesday, which was pretty much like very, very similar. It was less drivers, but it was busier because we were handling out way more stuff. So I don't know how many details I can share, but one of the biggest clients that we have at our warehouse is a company that sells massage chairs. And so there were a bunch of massage chairs that were going to customers in Calgary. So it was a big day of, even though I can't really like move things, I have to help with the paperwork, making sure we have the right massage chairs because they have a lot of different product lines and models and stuff like that. So I was doing the double checking and all this kind of stuff just super busy there. Then finally, Wednesday, Thursday was like pretty chill. It was still busy, I remember, but pretty chill. One of the things that made this week so terrible was that I made a mistake, a pretty, in the grand scheme of things, it really wasn't that big of a deal, but it did, you know, incur extra costs and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's what I remember. On Wednesday, we were doing a big shipment for one of our Amazon clients. And so because it was hard for just one person to do it and I didn't have much to do that day, I ended up helping out. So honestly, the main part of it was like just breaking down cardboard boxes, but we ended up having to label stuff, organize, sort, all this stuff for the Amazon shipment. So that was Wednesday. I spent the majority of the afternoon like outside doing stuff. Then Thursday was finally also a little bit chill. And then came Friday. Honestly, Friday was like I literally was doing nothing like truly so chill until the end of the day. Um, and just something happened. I, I don't really want to go into a lot of detail because it's like a lot of explanation needed. But basically someone, something happened and something broke and it costs a lot. So it was kind of really stressful because it was very like, oh my God, oh my God, what are we doing? Like, oh my God. Yeah, I know it's like a very vague explanation, but that is just the way it was. So that honestly, that event occurring at the end of Friday made me like really, really mad for some reason. I understand people make mistakes. I mean, I made a mistake this week, but it's just that like mistakes can cost a lot and mistakes can be have lots of consequences. And that is something I've learned. And so it's hard to deal with. So that was my week. And then after Friday, I was just yesterday, last night, I was just so upset still I went to my workout class and I tried to, you know, de-stress and forget about it, which I kind of did. But immediately after leaving the workout class, I was back to like thinking about work again and just like being really upset and stressed out. I bought myself pho. I haven't had pho in so long. I realized now that I'm not in a relationship, I'd never go out to eat anymore. So I bought myself pho for the first time in forever just to make myself feel better. And it really was delicious. It did make me feel better, which was good. But yeah. My bad mood continued all the way up until pretty much today. And now I am, now I am better. I don't really mind. Things happen and that's just the way it be sometimes. So that is my update for this week. It was very busy and crazy and yeah. So now we can do our rosebud and thorn. Now that you have a bit more context about my week, I guess. Okay, it's even hard to think about. Oh, 
okay, my thorn, I know. My thorn is that for some reason this week I had really weird knee pain. Um, I think I know why. I was doing like a fitness class on Monday and it was like there was one move where we had to lunge up and down on our knees and I think it was with that I kind of went a little bit too hard and on Tuesday and Wednesday I had really bad knee pain and it was like it hurt to sit up and down like stand up and sit down which was very worrisome I was like oh my gosh am I dead so that was my thorn of the week but now it's feeling better now I feel nothing on Thursday I still felt a little bit of pain but pretty much yesterday was totally fine and today I don't feel anything either my rose and bud my bud is that next week the weather's gonna get a lot better again i feel like we had a little bit of a tease last weekend last weekend on saturday it was so sunny and bright and like over 20 degrees there were a couple days this week that were also the same and then next week in the forecast it's like all sun and blue skies so i'm very excited for that and my rose what is a good thing that has happened this week um Okay, despite the fact that this work week was not great, uh, I actually, my rose is that I'm very happy because I know that I am good at my job, even though I make mistakes, 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 everyone does. I am still quite happy because I am good at my job and that is something I told myself, like, you know, one mistake doesn't mean you suck and that it's over. It's the, it's the like big picture, right? And there were a couple, there was a lot of things that I did this week that were really good. So that is that. Okay, let's do the affirmation of the day of the podcast. I haven't done mine today because I forgot to bring my cards with me to the cafe this morning. So let's do it. Today's affirmation is oh I can't get it today's affirmation is focus on the good there's a lot more of it than you think wow how does that literally as I'm talking about the bad parts of work and the good parts my affirmation cards are crazy focus on the good so as I was ending off I do even though this week was hard and it wasn't great I do still love working and I've realized I, I actually really do like working and being good at my job. Like I think that's one thing that makes me really happy and fulfilled. I don't know. Maybe it's like the academic um, validation that's like still rubbing off on me since being a student for so long. But I know that I'm a good worker and I know I'm a hard worker and sometimes we got to focus on that instead. Also, an update I was talking last week about the cute driver. I was a chicken this week. I saw him twice. No, I only saw him once. I saw him on that really busy day on Monday. And because of that, I felt bad because I was like kind of in a bad mood on Monday morning because of how busy it was. It wasn't that I was in a bad mood. It was just like I was very stressed and like my mind was going like a million miles per minute. One thing I've realized about myself is like, I really need to learn how to breathe when I get rushed and stressed out. When I feel like I'm under a rush or I feel like a lot of people are waiting on me, that is when I get the most stressed. And then, you know, think I'll start like missing details and stuff like that because I'm like so caught up in trying to get done whatever I'm doing. So I've realized I need to 
slow down and take a breather because that is the biggest thing. But yeah, because of that, on Monday morning, I was quite stressed and I think he could tell. So I kind of chickened out and I was like, this is not the time. This is not the time. But let's see what happens next week. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm having fun with it. Whatever. Okay. That is the affirmation and my check-in for the week. I do want to do a little book update because I have finished two books this week, which is quite a bit for me. Okay. Actually, no, I don't think I talked about the last book I finished last Saturday night. Oh yeah, because I finished it on Saturday night and I record my podcast on Saturday afternoon. I'm just tracing back my week right now in my mind. On Saturday night, I was, okay, wait, no, I'm so sorry. My mind is all over the place, but I'm going to start with this book instead. So I have been reading this book called Heartbroken by Laura Pratt for probably no joke, like three weeks. Um, it was when I borrowed it, I was like excited because, oh, this woman's talking about her experience with heartbreak and I want to read it. So to see if I can relate or learn some things from her experience. But like the book became something I really wasn't into. And for the longest time, I didn't know if I wanted to finish it. And so because of that, last Saturday night, I was like, I'm just going to start another book. And when I finish the new book, I will go back to this one. So I read Five Alive by Holly Jackson. I started it at like 8.30 p.m. on Saturday night. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to read this over the weekend and then it'll be good. I finished it the same night at like 10.30 p.m., which is a little bit crazy. Um, It was very good. I didn't rate it five stars, though. I rated it like four and a half. And there's a couple things I want to say about the book. I wasn't really thinking much when I was reading it. Like I wasn't like, oh, what's going to happen next? Oh, what's the twist? Like I really just was, I was kind of more passively reading, to be honest, especially because I was reading so fast and it was so late at night for me, late at night, 8.30 p.m. Um, I wasn't really actively thinking about it. So in terms of plot, I think a lot of people would maybe see it coming, but for me, I didn't really like think much of it because I wasn't actively really thinking about the plot. I will say I hated the character Oliver. If you've read the book or if you haven't read it, maybe there's spoilers. I don't know. So just be careful. It was really good. But and I suggest you read it. But I hated Oliver, like actually hated him with a passion. Like every time he would talk, I would just want to flip over the sentence like, oh, but I still made it through. And I do feel bad about the ending (laughs) for him. And um Yeah, but that was like honestly one of the reasons why this book was not five stars because he was just so insufferable. And I get that that was like his his place in the story, but I do feel like he could have been painted a little bit better because honestly reading, like I hate that he was such a main character and he was so insufferable. Like it was just so hard to read. But yeah, another reason um, why... I also, what am I going to say? I felt so bad for Maddie at the end because of what happened. But all in all, it was still a really good book. I'm surprised I finished it, but I literally could not stop reading. I was like, I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta know. So rated it a 4.5 stars. 
Then I continued on with Heartbroken since I had finished Five Alive. I finished it on Tuesday, finally. And yeah, this one is pretty mid. I, okay, first of all, this is a nonfiction, so it is really based on her own heartbreak experience. But I honestly feel so bad for her because her heartbreak was so hard for her to deal with. Like, it took her so many years to get over this relationship. And it was a longer relationship. I think it was, like, six to eight years, I believe. But it took her so long to get over the relationship. And, like, truly, I was very, like, whoa, what is going on? And I feel bad saying that because, like, obviously everyone copes with heartbreak differently. But that was, like, one part of the book that was kind of, like, uh, kind of weird. But basically the book is separated by emotions like each of the chapters is like an emotion or aspect of heartbreak I didn't like I liked it I saw what she was trying to do but I didn't like the execution because it was like the chapter would start for example there's a chapter on ego so the chapter would start with her own heartbreak experience and how ego played a role in that in her heartbreak and then she would just start like talking about random research like with ego she started talking about Sigmund Freud and all this stuff I was just like it felt really disjointed and hard to read because on one hand you're trying to understand her story and her experience with heartbreak but then she's like just spewing random research at you and you're like uh what is going on so I didn't love this book um yeah I would not recommend it honestly I would rate it like a two and a half star maybe three stars at most then after this book this morning i just finished the half of it by who is it by juliet 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 fay i really do like this book i thought it was just very cute and heartwarming i really enjoyed the flip back and forth between the past and the present and also just learning more about the characters along the way and I love the ending obviously I'm I'm a sucker for happily ever afters is that a spoiler but I just loved it it was a very nice and easy read and it was good because I had a bad week and the book was honestly something I would look forward to reading at the end of the day which is something that I need and yeah I think I like that it wasn't like just a romance that it was more of a coming of age like personal development but also romance that's honestly why I was drawn to it at the beginning because I was like I don't really want to just read a normal romance I really liked like the personal growth that you could see with both of the characters and how their lives changed which was crazy so I liked it I think I'll rate it like a four star like I think it was it wasn't like super gripping but it was still really good so that is my book update of the week. I did finish many books. I realized the weekly update is not done, but I'm gonna make this quick because I've been talking for so long already and this is just like the intro part of the podcast, but I've been obsessed with listening to podcasts this week and I've discovered a few new ones that I want to share and that I've been really enjoying. Okay, first off, first one that I was literally just listening to before I started recording today is Scrubs and Soy Sauce, which is Mickey Rye and her boyfriend Kevin's podcast together. I, first of all, love podcasts hosted by couples because I feel like it's so fun to 
listen to the dynamic between the two people. But with these two especially, I love it because I feel like this is going to be kind of mean to say, but I have kind of gotten over like full-time influencers recently. Like I've just realized that, you know, a lot of them, at least I just can't relate to them. And that is, I think, something that is really hard to be a consumer of. So what I really like about this podcast, Scrubs and Soy Sauce, is obviously that, you know, for Mickey and Kevin, although they are big content creators, that's not their main thing. And that is what I think makes this podcast so fun to listen to because they have other things to talk about. Recently, I was listening to a podcast that I used to really enjoy and I just could not keep listening to it because sometimes the advice that these people give are is very like out of touch with what most people experience or they just couldn't relate or I couldn't relate and it was just like a very it's just hard to listen to it sometimes so I really like scrubs and soy sauce they also are just so cute together like I think the two of them are adorable so I love that podcast this week I've also found The Psychology of Your 20s, which I believe is super popular, so I am very behind, but I really love her voice. I don't know what her name is. Unfortunately, I I haven't gotten that invested, but I really love her voice and also just like the topics that she talks about, and they're obviously very relatable because I'm in my 20s, and there are a couple things that I think about often. Two episodes that I loved that I listened to this week were one was about taking risks in your 20s and then the second one was about lucky girl syndrome and just I loved both of them so much. So that is my second podcast. And then the last one that I discovered this week that I haven't listened to much but I've listened to one episode is called Aware and Aggravated. I think this podcast is like extremely on the rise, but it's basically by a guy named Leo Skelpy or Skeppy. And he is just very aggressive, but like very aggressive with things that will help your self growth. And so it's hard to hear, but like what I really needed to hear, um, the episode that I listened to this week was called like it's time to start being selfish with your energy or something like that. And I loved it. I just loved the message and listening to him. I loved it. And I've been obsessed with podcasts recently. So those are my top three new ones that I have started listening to. Now we can finally get into this week's episode, which I am doing an episode that I have done before, but it was a while ago. I'm doing another We're Not Really Strangers episode. So as I've said, I've done this before, but it's obviously been a long time and I think I've grown a lot since I've done my last one. So I want to do another one to compare, maybe like listen back to that one and then be able to listen back to this one and see how I've changed. Also, I'm going to be very transparent and say that I, when I was thinking about my podcast this morning, I was still in my really bad mood. I really did not have the energy or desire to plan out anything very elaborate this week. And so I was like, what is easier than a Q&A? Essentially, that's what We're Not Really Strangers is, is right? So I was like, okay, let's just do that. I'm pretty sure my life updates this week are going to take up so much time anyways, which they have. It's been like 25 minutes now. So 
Yeah. So I've picked out a few questions from levels one, two, and three. If you don't know what We're Not Really Strangers is, it's basically like a question card game that you play with people that you're friends with or your significant other. There's a ton of different options and I'm sure everyone has heard of this game already. So I really don't think I need to explain much, but there are three levels of the questions. Level one is perception. Level two is connection and level three is reflection. So as you up the levels, the questions get a little juicier and just allow you to connect with other people more i'm playing by myself though but we can connect obviously so let's get to it with level one i have some cards in front of me i did pick cards i go through the deck because i want to choose questions that i can answer on my own because this is supposed to be a multiplayer game sometimes the questions don't really make sense when you're doing it by yourself so i picked questions that would make sense for myself and also what i want to answer ready for question number one what do i have a low tolerance for in people this one i picked specifically because i knew what i was going to say right off the bat i have a low tolerance for people who are rude And now that I'm in the working world and dealing with the general public and people I've never met before, I realize that there are a lot of rude people in this life. (sighs) So I think last week I already talked about there was a driver who was just really rude to me last week and that was just really hard to deal with. I try not to be petty back, but sometimes my desires get the best of me but honestly nowadays I just it's I can't deal with it like it's very like I won't tolerate that if people are being rude to me or stuff like that one of the things that I had to deal with this week on Monday was like a customer who refused to pay and stuff like that and it was just like not that I want to bend and let people just get what they want but sometimes it really just is easier to get to let people have what they want instead of just arguing with them all the time. Like, you know, you got to know where you want to put your energy. Like, sometimes I will argue if I know that, like, my side has a valid point. But there are people who are out there just to argue for the sake of it. And you got to know at, during those conversations when you draw the line. And sometimes it might feel like you're, quote unquote, losing. But... Honestly, I think protecting your energy is way more valuable than having to deal with these arguments with people. So I have a low tolerance for rude people nowadays, especially now that I've encountered so many. And I think like it's very telling of people when they are rude, not just to others, but like service workers or just other people in their environment. Like it's very, very telling. So that is what I have a low tolerance of nowadays. Question two, from your perspective, what would this chapter of my life, my love life be called? So it'll be from my perspective because you guys can't really answer me right now. Um, my love life right now. Okay. One thing I will say is I was listening to Tay Crumbs and Abby Aslin. Abby Aslin had Tay Crumbs on her podcast and I love that podcast too, but that's just like not a new one that I've been listening to. I've been always listening to that. And Tay Crumbs was basically saying, if you don't know who she is, she's on TikTok and she wakes up at 3.30 every single morning. I don't have TikTok anymore, but I still really like her as a creator. And she was saying how basically the general idea was just like 
this part of my life, I am meant to be working on myself and doing things by myself. Like that's just what this part of my life is meant to be like. And I realized this week, like I think I'm also in that phase. But of course, I will still admire cute boys from afar. So I think the current chapter of my love life would be staying single, but still admiring cute boys. I don't know what to call it. That's like not a very catchy title. I can't think of anything really like catchy and witty right now, but that is how I'm viewing my love life right now is that I'm not really intending to get into a relationship, but if I see cute boys, I'm going to look at them and be like, oh my gosh, you're so cute in my mind. So that's my current phase. Question three, what outfit am I most likely to wear on a first date? Get specific. Okay, it really depends on the weather. Um, That is one big thing that'll affect what I wear and also what we are doing. But let's say that it's going to be good weather and we're doing something outdoorsy because that would kind of be my ideal first date is like going on a walk or something like that when the weather's nice. So what I would wear... I would probably wear my Abercrombie ripped jeans. I love them so much. I want to get like another pair, but I have these pairs of this pair of jeans from uh, where is it? Where did I say Abercrombie? Oh my gosh, I forgot Abercrombie and they're ripped on one knee and I just think they're so cute and flattering. They're straight leg jeans. Perfect with Converse, which is what I would also wear on the bottom Converse and then for the top. Hmm. I would wear some sort of very basic t-shirt that I really like. For example, my Patagonia shirt from Austin. That is a classic favorite that I think really describes me very well because A, it's very casual and comfy and with the rest of the outfit, it's like cute and put together, but also very casual. And I think I'm a very casual person. But then also, I think it really represents me because obviously it's orange and it's very cute and graphic-y, even though it's like not super over the top. I think that would be the fit. And then my Lululemon belt bag and then some accessories. I've been loving stacking two necklaces this week. I've been stacking this gold chain that I have from Ana Luisa with this pearl gold choker thing that I have. I think this is from, I think this is from flare accessories, but I can't be sure. I'm pretty sure, but double stacking them has been so cute. And then my rings and then earrings been obsessed with jewelry this week. And that would be my first date fit. If it's like, I definitely think a first date would be very casual for me. It's not like a, let's go get a fancy dinner and watch a movie. Like I'm not that kind of person. Like I think something really chill, like let's walk outside and get ice cream, something like that. That's what I want to do this hot girl summer. Okay. My last level one question is, who do you think was the last person I stalked on social media and what was I looking for? Last person I stalked on social media was Mickey Rye, who is the influencer that I was talking about from the Scrubs and Soy Sauce podcast. And I was stalking her because, first of all, I think she's really pretty. But second of all, she's in Asia right now. And I'm also really jealous of everyone who is traveling right now. I'm like, oh, I really want to do that. She's in Asia right now and I'm just very jealous and I want to be there and traveling and having fun, but instead I am working, which 
is fine. I am in the working phase of my life, but I do wish I was in the travel phase again. Okay, that is level one done for those questions. I feel like they were very timid. Level two, rate your happiness level at your current job on a scale of one to 10. What would make it one point higher? Okay, so one thing that I have been thinking about this week is obviously like, I work in office every single day and for this job I have no option to work from home and I was like how would I fare in a work from home job I was thinking about that because on one hand obviously work from home allows you to have so much flexibility with your life but the other thing the one thing that I love about this job amongst other things but one thing I love about this job is what when the hours are over it's over like I can't check my email. I can't do things. I can't do any work tasks because I'm not actually in the office. And so I think, although I know everyone loves working from home nowadays, I haven't had that experience yet. And so what I'm going to say is I love working in person. I think seeing people in person is just different from working from home. And also I already spend so much time alone on the weekends and stuff like that. Like I think working from home would just make me more isolated. So I think my current job's happiness would be, it really fluctuates to be honest, but I'm actually quite happy with it. So I'll say like a seven and a half. And what would make it one point higher? I think what would make it one point higher is just if people were nicer. That's literally something that's tangible that could make my job satisfaction a little better because I was thinking about a lot of things, you know, the parts that I don't like about my job. Those are also like what make my job fun. Like, for example, um, one part that I don't love about the job is that I feel like my attention gets pulled in 10 different ways and it's very time sensitive like whoever's standing outside the window needs my attention right now and I can't just wait they just can't wait for me to finish whatever I'm doing like I have to help them right now and that is a pro and a con because I feel like for me I am quite spazzy at times and I think that actually works better for me because I'm thinking about if I had a job where like for hours up in a day I was focused on the same task like I think I just wouldn't be able to do it like I've always just been a person that's like okay 20 minutes with this take a break 20 minutes with the next thing take a break 20 minutes with the third thing take a break then we go back to the first thing and that works really well for me and also my job is a lot like that right now so I think that kind of structure works better for me rather than a structure where it's like working on task one for two hours a day and then working on task two for two hours a day like I just think I would not survive that like that's why school was so hard for me or I just hated studying was because it was always like that so that's I think the current happiness level next question next question is growth is realizing that blank hmm what would I want to put at the end of the sentence? Growth is realizing that. I don't even know what I want to say. Growth is realizing that. Like, I feel like there's just so many options. Hmm, what would it encompass? 
growth is realizing that Okay, I have a couple options in my mind. First is growth is realizing that everything will be okay. Like I think one thing growth is is being able to look at the big picture and not getting caught up in the minute details all the all the time. That's one option. Growth is realizing that everything will be okay. My second one is oh my gosh, I lost it. Growth is realizing that Oh, this is um, inspired by the Aware and Aggravated, what is it? Angry and Aggravated? Aware and Aggravated podcast by Leo Skelpie. Growth is realizing that discipline trumps motivation. That's a big thing that I've been hearing in a lot of different podcasts that I've been listening to. Just that as you grow older, discipline really is what will help you build the life that you want and not just motivation or energy like you need to be disciplined do I have any other options growth is realizing that I think those are my two best options growth is realizing that everything will be okay and growth is realizing that discipline trumps motivation those are good options I like that I'm satisfied with that answer. Next up, what have you learned to accept about yourself with time? My answer for this, I am still learning to accept. <laughs> I haven't fully accepted, I would say, is I'm a very headstrong person. And I think this is where the Aries in me comes out. Whenever I've read definitions about Aries and stuff, I was like, eh, it doesn't really feel like me. Like, I'm pretty shy. Like, I'm not loud and commanding but one thing I will say that is very Aries of me is that I'm very headstrong and this is in a multitude of different ways first of all in like the literal sense my brain no I'm just kidding first of all in the literal sense uh I am very like impulsive and just do things on a whim that includes traveling that includes applying for random jobs applying for things taking the GRE within three weeks that was very impulsive of me like I'm just very like oh this sounds fun I just want to do it and this was one thing that I was told is not good but I'm still debating about whether or not this is a positive or negative thing obviously there are pros and cons to it so I can't for sure say but yeah that's one thing and then the second thing is kind of what I was alluding to with my job happiness scale is when I get rushed or I feel a sense of pressure to get things done like people are waiting for me as I said at the beginning of this episode I get very like it's like once Oh, how do I describe this? Uh, I feel like a, a ball that's rolling down a mountain. Like at first you're not going super fast, but obviously as you continue down the mountain, it gets faster, 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 and faster. So that's what happens when I feel like I'm in a rush or I feel like I have to get things done by a certain time, especially in my job. Like things are time sensitive, but they can also wait. But sometimes I forget about the waiting part and I'm just like, I need to get things done as soon as I can. And so I am sometimes always in a rush. And so I feel like that is kind of comes with my headstrong is just like, okay, I have this done. Let's do it. And then I'm like, need to get it done right away. 
So I am still accepting that part of me. I really didn't like it before, but now I'm realizing that it does bring me a lot of good and some bad, but it's just a part of me, I think, that I need to accept. All right, I really got to speed this up because I still have so many questions, but I've been recording for so long already. Next question, what is one thing you never said to your ex, but you wish you did? This I came up with after we broke up and I was thinking about our relationship and just like, you know, what would I change moving forward with like who I want to date next and stuff like that. And one thing that I think we really lacked at some points was I wish we could have put more effort into making our relationship a truly safe space for both of us. I think that was, I think, one of the reasons why I was starting to build a bit of resentment near the end of our relationship was just that I felt like I could not voice the things that I wanted to say without feeling unsafe. And I am sure I did the same. I know that for a fact I could have listened better and just paid more attention to my body language and how I was reacting to the things that he was telling me. And so for both of us, we kind of just felt like we weren't able to share the things that we wanted to that I think would have really helped our relationship. So that is one thing I wish I could say, but I think I just want to take that and be more aware of it moving forward going into maybe another relationship maybe 10 years down the line I'm never dating again but yeah because I just I've realized that you know I I just think that was part of like the roots of our problem problem I don't know last level two question what is the most recent thing you've been influenced to buy? I haven't bought this thing yet, but I was watching Abby Aslin's YouTube vlog and she has this little pouch on her laptop, like her laptop cover, where she can put her hard drive in it. And I think that's so smart because when I connect my hard drive to my computer, I cannot tell you how many times like I move my computer suddenly and because my hard drive is like attached but not very securely like it flings out and then stuff happens to my data and all that but I saw that you know she plugs in her hard drive and then she has a little pocket where she can put her hard drive so it's like not a dangling piece of thing and I was like oh my god that is so smart so I think I do want to get one of those because that is literally probably the biggest brain thing I've ever seen but we'll see maybe I'm just like oh that's something I want but not something I need whatever Okay, we are moving to level three, and there's only two level three questions. Ready? What do you need brutally honest advice about? I think right now I am kind of struggling to find a direction in my life, and I know I know that that is just part of your 20s, but I really do feel like my life, like I am happy to take it in any direction. And the problem with that is that obviously there's like an opportunity cost to doing everything because, you know, you're always getting older. You're never going to be this young again. So obviously time is limited. And also I feel like as you start to move down one path, 
you're closing off other doors, right? Like, for example, if one of the dreams that I had was I wanted to be a veterinarian, me going to medical school for many, many years closes off doors of me doing other jobs just because I've spent so much time, energy, and money in becoming a veterinarian. So I have a lot of ideas right now and I'm just kind of like, I don't know what I want. And sometimes I think that, you know, my goals are actually other people's goals and it's just what people, what everyone else is doing and I don't really know what I want. So I'm kind of struggling with that. Also, what else do I need brutally honest advice about? I think that's like the main thing. Another thing is I would love some advice on, you know, just content creating and stuff like that. I've kind of, I love making vlogs, but I know that that's like not what's best. But also, I don't feel qualified enough in anything else to make other videos like it's not like I can make a video about I don't know something because I just don't really feel qualified in anything it's not like I'm a doctor it's not like I'm I don't know maybe that's just like the imposter syndrome or like the self-doubt in me talking but I just don't know what like kind of focus I would like to have I think that's like just generally my life right now is like I'm living, but I don't know where I want to go, if that makes sense. Okay, next up. Level three, last question of the episode. What is something I used to take for granted? What is something I could be taking for granted now? One thing I'm taking for granted now, maybe... Actually, wait, let me think about this for a sec before I start to answer. One thing I used to take for granted. Huh. I'm still thinking. One thing I used to take for granted is... I think the people that are in my life, which sounds kind of sucky, but I mean, I think that's natural for a lot of us is like, as we become teenagers and stuff, it's like, oh, like I want to hang out with my friends. I don't want to spend as much time with my family. Like that's so lame. But as you grow older, I think you develop like an appreciation for your family that you never had before. And especially now this year, my grandparents are going back to China. So my family will be my family, immediate family here will be a lot smaller. I think that's definitely one thing I used to take for granted. And now that I've grown an appreciation for, I would say sometimes I'm still like kind of taking them for granted, but it's definitely a lot better than before. And one thing I'm taking for granted now I think sometimes I'm just I don't know how to make sure this comes off the right way. I think sometimes I just don't realize like how lucky I am. And this stems from now that I'm out here doing this kind of job, I meet 
a lot of people from different walks of life and I don't know them super well but even through just small interactions I realized like I have had a very lucky and privileged upbringing and that is something I sometimes I think take for granted especially now that I am becoming an adult and learning to figure things out on my own I realized like oh a lot of people have had to figure this out before me and not by choice. You know, they're forced into a situation where they have to figure these things out. And that, I think, sometimes doesn't hit very hard until I really take the time to think about it. Yeah, I think that would be my answer. I'm pretty content with that. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you in my next episode. Okay, bye.